Hey everybody, welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast, and it's podcast number 10. 10. I got screwed Man. up somewhere between 8 and 9. It doesn't even seem like it's 10. I think I'm losing my memory. Is it 10? Manual, it's, is it 10? It's 10. It's 10, but it was the 8 and the 9. I was, I was posting 8, should have been 9, but hey, we're on the 10. <laughs> and we're here. We're here <laughs> with a guy. He was telling us it was Cinco instead of yeah, we got confused around five and six <laughs> yeah, too. Now yeah. that now that you bring that up, oh well, we are we are definitely losing our minds. I think it's this heat. It must be. So we're gonna heat it up a little bit more. We're here with Papa Smurf, Papa Smurf Sean Reed Sr. Uh, joining us from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, out of the hot spot shop. <laughs> Lancaster, California. See, huh? this must be the weather. That one I had written down. We're um. We're really hot out there today, huh? I was actually going to call you to make sure you were all right yeah, with the fires. Yeah, about 103 out there. No no fire uh, hazards our way yet. Good. Yes. So. No, I was uh, just a little bit concerned, especially with the fact that I'm going to apologize again for all the times that we bounced around your, your scheduled interview. This was... Um, no worries. I'm taking off. You and I were talking about the Motor City guys, and I'm going to Detroit tomorrow. All right. So I had to move some things around. Okay, no worries. Man, it's my honor and a pleasure to be here with you guys, man. And you see my boys out there. Tell them I said hi. Yeah. Keaton Wells and uh, Myron. I think I'll see them. And I, uh, I, you, you deal with some of those Detroit guys too when you're out man, there. Man, just a few. Um, Cotton and uh, Pete and um, Sugar Bear. A couple are, of my friends on Facebook. Okay, so are they so, customers too, or they're uh, just, just friends more through Facebook? Just friends through Facebook. Friends through Facebook. And um, Kenny Simon in uh, Long Island, New York, he just recently purchased a bike for me. I shipped, well, from me. I shipped it out last week. What did you ship uh, Kenny? I shipped him out a Pro Street uh, GTS frame with a built uh, Predator. Great. Yeah. So uh, how did Kenny find you? Facebook. Facebook and Instagram is my main outlet for there you go for business, you know, free advertisement. Yeah. Know. Plus, you're doing some good stuff because I you you you're there, you're active, and you're you're always building a bike or fixing a bike. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of photos up there. Ed and I saw a lot of bikes this weekend. We uh, we we jumped out to the L.A. Drags yesterday. Right. Good to see you again, Ed. God, yeah, I keep you seeing you on a daily basis. I can kind of get. Oh no, nah, I'm not going to get used to that. I don't know what I was thinking. But it was fun. It's good to see you again. Thank you. Good to see you. Uh, a lot of guys were, uh, a lot of guys that we talked to about doing the podcast tonight uh, were friends of yours. We ran up with uh, MDB. All right. We saw uh, a few other guys out there. D was out there. Charles uh, Mosley. Brian yeah. from F&B Solo. Yeah, I've known Brian for about, at least 15 almost 20 years i remember when he was a young guy used to come in my shop in long beach and pick up parts and just kind of shoot the shit a little bit man you know it's good to see those guys i carry brian's pipes which is one of the hottest exhaust pipes on the market right now so yeah, we're lucky enough to have those guys on the show recently yeah, exactly <laughs> shout out to brian and frank man man you're killing me how about the video? If, if you hadn't had the chance yet to check, I think that I think both of the videos combined maybe got to a thousand people in, in the two days that we posted yeah. them. It was us just uh, continuing to follow the saga of uh, Solo, Solo and Charles, and, Charles. Yeah. And, and we got a video of them. 
together. <laughs> I remember Charles. Charles does have some good shit. It's almost as like he's got a writer. And yeah. Brian's good. You know, Brian can come back, and, and, and Brian's funny. But when Charles told him the only way you go 80 is if you fell out of a plane. I think <laughs> Brian was a little mellow on Sunday. Brian was on his best behavior. Yeah, I think so. I feel bad. And, Brian, I'm going to tell you this right now. I said, you know, Brian, I said, here's the deal, babe. I said, some of these guys just think you take it just a little bit too serious. He goes, and, and I didn't see him physically, I, 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 although I felt like I did. It was over, I think, uh, Facebook or, yeah, was it that or maybe? Even, yeah, it was, it was a text. And I said, dude, I said, you seem like a really cool guy. You are. You know, I yeah. can kind of tell. I say, some guys just think you take this stuff a little bit too serious. And, you know, you, you know, people do those little dot, dot, dot before they're going <laughs> to answer your text. Yeah, he, he's really cool. <laughs> but I, I think it, it's some of the aggravation stock, stocked on top of aggravation on Builds top up. of aggravation. Builds and up. then it kind of volcanoes <laughs> out. He's funny, though. Yeah, man. So if you haven't seen the video, go check out the video. It's on uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Facebook. Uh, it's more of those two guys, and and we're going to see more of them October the 1st, uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. And I turned into a shameless shill right about now, Ed, because we're only like about a month and a handful of weeks away from the, the event. Right. right. I, uh, I went down. I went down Monday. You know, you got to have that list to talk about. got to have your shit. What are you gonna do that day? You gotta start marking it off. Gotta write it the day before. So I, I had to go get my my stuff together. And by my stuff, I mean all my trinkets and trash and all my buttons and bullshit. The hats, the t-shirts, uh, refrigerator magnets. I, I haven't stooped that low. Uh, I got more of these tins. <laughs> yeah, stooped that low. No, you know what I got this year? See those banners, those CRC banners? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got one that's like two foot by three foot, just banners with the logo. All right. You know, I, I must have really stooped when you. First oh, there you go. You, you representing? Yeah. Well, shit. Enough about all that stuff. But I will tell you guys. Look, if you are planning on coming to the show this year, we've got we've got a lot of good things happening. We mentioned F and B. They're going to give us away a roller. Well, that's good. Yeah, and and they're gracious. You know, he left twelve pipes falling out falling out of his pocket when he was here for all the different projects and the giveaways that I already have. Uh, we we had a great show with Isky, who you do some business yeah, with, right, Sean? I do a lot of business with Tim. That's a good friend of mine. Use a lot of his cams and uh, different parts on the bikes that I build, man. He takes real good care of me. He's listening now. Say hi to him. What's happening, Tim? <laughs> Tim, uh, I'm going to milk this, although I do take responsibility for it. Poor Emmanuel. You know how it is. It's like 105 out here in the shade. Yeah. He's been working another job and another job. In fact, it's, uh, congratulations on your promotion with your, uh, your other gig. I won't bring it up because I know the IRS is all over you. But it's another million-dollar gig that he got on the side. Congratulations, E, on that. But everybody's working hard uh, to get stuff done. And uh, he, he was going to send me some pictures that we used to upload for the podcast. Because right. it kind of helps. You know? And he's got some great photos. Like I wanted the photos of his dad's shop with all the stuff piled up and the Cadillac full with junk, right? Yeah, yeah. And I got him. It just took me and a little did, longer. I did. I did, I did, I did. And he actually sent them to me on Friday, but I wasn't able to get to him. And I got to him last night. I dropped him off to D1 and we'll have that turned out quick and before you know we'll have your show on hey Sean let's just get to it uh, it's not as if you've known Ed for a long long time uh, personally and we've never met before hey man I've been a big fan of Ed for a long time man. everybody is really on on his waiting list I got a Tecumseh for a, a cat 
eliminator that I want him to rebuild for me, man. But he told me I had to get in line. So well, I'll tell you what, he's he's right there. He's right next to him. <laughs> give him your best. Give him your best edited pitch. What what, what kind of engine is it? So Actually, it comes to... it's uh, it's 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 looking pretty good right now. Good. Right, well, hey, man, I, I guess I gotta unbolt it and get it to you so I can get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm pretty pretty much caught up. I showed him the uh, four and a half with the uh, polished. Uh, Kickstarter. The Kickstart. Yeah, man, that's a beautiful engine, man. You do some great work. Boy. Oh, thank you. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Ed, I, I might as well just jump on. I mentioned to you at the drags that I had sold the DT125 yeah. to a cool guy, guy my age, Scott. Nice guy. What's happening, Scott, if you're listening? I love Scott. He showed up. You know, sometimes people want to come and see it, and if they can't see it like that second, they're like automatically getting mad at you. You don't even know him. So yeah, look, you know, we tried one day, didn't work, got to the next day, cool, easy breeze, right? In fact, he called a little while ago, he's still very mellow. He came over and uh, I had a one owner, low mile, you know, virgin enduro that he bought. And he looked at mini bikes and he got the fever like everybody else does. And he wants a taco and he wanted an older one. So I mentioned him to you and he just texted me. So I'll hook you up with him. It's Scott out of the 626 area code. He wants a, he wants a taco, but not after or not until you hook up. Sean Reed, who's yeah, here. Right, yeah, 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 exactly. So Sean's been in line for a long time. Yeah, for I just a long now time. finished a Bonanza last weekend, All and right. it finally left. The guy loved it, picked it up. So he said he had the Hodaka motor for it at home, ready to go in. Yeah, that's the perfect combo, so, I think. Yeah, it was a BC uh, fifteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those I think you could get away with a five, but then if you had that <laughs> that Hodaka one hundred. Yeah, exactly. I still, you know, you said you were looking for a, a chopper. I got lucky with both of mine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but here's why, here's why I think you're, you're on the hot seat, so to speak, and we mean that literally because it's hot out there. And also the hot spot. I got the whole hot thing working. It's, you're, you, you're an older man, and I, what I mean is, like, you know, we're not in our 20s and 30s anymore, right? Man, I'm, I got a few gray hairs in my yeah, beard. Yeah, you know? and you've got a, a, a large, beautiful family I see from the, the photos. Yeah, I, I've been married for almost 25 years to the same woman. Um, three boys, one girl, and man, I'm I'm just happy to live and happy to have them. You know, they they keep me going, and man, everything that I do is for them. Well, they let you get crazy with these mini bikes and cars because I can't help but see that you're always building bikes, selling bikes, fixing bikes, and then more recently, I'm seeing you launch out a fleet of Palas. Yeah. Coops and convertibles, Ed, with doors stacked up and I hoods. It, it, it looked at, at a glance, just at a quick glance. Man, it was close to a few hundred thousand dollars worth of cars and probably and yeah. some. It's like so good for you that you were smart enough to, to get into all that stuff. But yeah, close, close, maybe yeah. three hundred thousand, maybe maybe twenty or. So what's the deal on all that? Before we get to the mini bikes, I can't help but find out what's what's up with with the cars and the collection and. Well, and I'm a, welder fabricator and i do a lot of uh vintage chevy restoration a lot of um rust repair and uh things of that nature a lot of body mods i'm right now turning uh four-door impalas into two-door convertibles which is really hot right now because all the two-door stuff is disappearing fast and no one's selling so they were working with we talked about that it's funny how this shit all has a common thread we were talking about those and they call them like i I go to a little place in the valley once in a while to pick up a little something something and as I go by there, man, there's this little sixty four Nova. All right. 
and it's not the two door coupe SS everybody wants. That four door. Yeah. But you know what? Those are the only ones that are out there. Exactly. Shit, I saw a four door Nova. And now, no, the selling conversion kits. Good. Yeah, exactly. They the call you know what they're and, and Sean. Now. I don't know how you guys call them, but they call them quad cabs now. Well, the quad cab Novas or I got a quad cab, whatever you know, Chevelle. So they're they're working with them, but I like what you're doing, man. Yeah, I mean, convert like them into one. <laughs> man, two door conversions. I mean, it's, it's the way to go. You know, if you have a four door, it's usually a family car. You know, you pull it out on Sunday, man. Go out get some pancakes. You know, but Love the, the two door is what's bringing the money. That's that's what's cute on the streets, yeah, man. And plus, so, if you make them custom, you blow them out long. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. That now it's a, definitely a custom. So yeah. then, what do you do with the inside of the window? They're all they're all electric windows, right? No, or no, no most of them are hand crank. Oh, so even when you do that modification? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I can convert them over to electric. I mean, no problem, you know. But whatever the customer wants, you know, I give them. You know, you want electric, you want a hand crank, whatever. Okay. You know? So throughout fixing these uh, Chevys up and uh, having a collection of them, uh, how much of is that consumed like a day in day out basis is that mostly what you're doing throughout the day what's like your real job so to speak uh man my real job is is mini bikes man i've yeah. been building and collecting for over 30 years man and, and and the mini bikes is where my heart is man i mean it, it's something that brings us all together i mean it's no color lines man i'm part of a world peace movement and the mini bike scene is something that we have where we all can have a common ground without all the crap, you know. And, man, I'm just happy to be part of it. You know, I play a small role to something that's greater than me, and I'm holding down my position, I think. Yeah, you know? especially out there um, in that Antelope Valley where it does seem, and I I hope to, I've yet to have the chance to come and check you out, but it seems like you're like, like the doctor on call. Hey, man, I mean, have tools will fix, you know. So how does it work? Uh, Saturday morning, you know you're going to come out in the garage and you're either going to work on your bike or a customer's deal, and then what? They just start rolling up or that tech starts blowing up or your phone starts ringing man, or they're... It, it starts usually the night before, man. You know, I, I start getting people hitting me either on Facebook or Instagram, and they kind of set up appointments. It's like a barbershop, you know. First come, first serve, you know, and I actually have a whiteboard where it's about six spaces, no more than six a day. You know, I work on no less than one bike a day, and I build no more than four bikes a day, you know, and that's on a daily basis, you know. So this year alone, I've built over 170 bikes, you know. That's some volume, huh, Ed? Man, I mean, like, like I said, I'm in the AV. I'm the only person in the AV that really does what I do. So, man, it's pretty lucrative for me. Good. And it's got to be a pretty laid-back, chill backdrop. I mean, you know, we're not building uh, tanks. No, I mean, mini bikes, no. by now you got them figured out. Uh, so how do you starting off? Are you starting with someone else's frames? I actually use uh, Rafael Ramirez, his, his frames, uh, GTS Hobbies. Yeah, they're... That, that, man, that, that's ground zero for me, man. It's a good, solid frame. I don't Popular. Any... They put on a great event man, uh, yeah. yesterday. Most, most definitely. He's, he's held a few events and, and pretty big turnouts. That That's a blank canvas for me, man. I, I can take that in any direction. It, it can be a drag bike. It can be a street cruiser. Man, I can turn it into a, a three-wheeler. I can turn it into... A bike with a sidecar. It's a good foundation it, yeah, for exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. It's a great Sean, so do you canvas. do it like, do you do it based on 
what that customer wants so that when you do talk to GT, you can get a different sized frame? He sells uh, three types of frames, man. He sells a, a drag frame, a long frame, and a short frame. And like I said, depending on what the customer wants, that's, you know, what I buy. So How thick is the, uh, is the, the, the frame width? On the uh, seven eighths. Seven eighths. Seven eighths. Okay, yeah. Well, that works for you, especially in most applications. And then, then it's just a matter of what the guy wants to do. Most of you yeah. guys probably what rolling in with Predator engines and starting from there. Yeah, Predator engine is pretty hot right now. Tim Inski sells a lot of hop up parts as far as uh, billet side plates, um, modified carburetors, uh, cam springs, uh, rockers. So I mean, you make available whatever he may have, like through his catalog, as most, an example. Most definitely, most definitely. When I go down, man, I bring a big shopping basket, you know, to bring parts back to the AV. Because, like I said, I'm the only guy in the AV. I service Lake LA, Tehachapi, Bakersfield, Silmar, you know. Wow, uh, coming down all the way to Silmar, huh? Yeah. yeah wow, good yeah, for you. Yeah. So when... Um, when that phone starts ringing, I would imagine it probably gets to close to like starting on Wednesday, Thursday night because, you know, everybody wants to be out there on the weekend, right? Yeah, I guess my weekend starts around Thursday. And, oh, okay. And Sunday somehow seems to be like my hottest day, man. That's that's when everybody wants to bike fixed or wants something custom or wants to come by and check out what I have available. Yeah, how know. nice. So they, they get to roll out and, like, I haven't seen the setup. You got everything from project bikes to rollers to parts laying around for these guys yeah, is most definitely man i have engines in stock i have performance parts vintage bikes man custom bikes just a little bit of everything man. i can't wait to get out there man I yeah can't maybe wait I, maybe by. we'll take a little road trip and yeah. see what's happening out there so uh, let's talk a little bit about how you got started uh you were into cats yeah man my, my first mini bike man as a kid was a cat 250 and I, I guess that's kind of like my favorite mini bike. So now I maybe have 15 to 20 cats, man, everything from 250s to eliminators. Yeah, I saw that collection. There was a photo of your shop where it kind of went around the yeah, whole view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how did you come across that first cat? Uh, how old were you? And how did was that something that, that was bought for you? Did you, did you, did yeah, you get I, it? I was kind of a, a, a spoiled, rotten brat. I was the only boy, six sisters. So anything that I kind of looked at, man, my, my grandparents or, or, or my parents bought it for me. So I was that kid on the block that had everything. So, man, like Good I said, you. Cat 250 was my first mini bike, man. And, wow. And like I said, I, I love it. Front and rear suspension? Down. No, 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 no. This one is a rigid frame. Oh, okay, because I thought they had that, that front suspension. I was looking at some of those photos. Yeah, yeah, those those are usually the Dominators, the Slingshots. The Got it, okay. So you had the rigid frame model. Yeah, exactly, the, the basic model. And uh, what horsepower engine did you have on that? Man, I remember? had a little cheesy two-horsepower <laughs> Briggs, but, you know. That got you started. Yeah, yeah, it got me started. When I was about seven, man, I, I took my, my mom's boyfriend, lawnmower part with a pair of pliers and she came in the house damn it sean michael is gonna kill you so i put it back together man and the damn thing ran better than it did when he actually dropped it off man so from that point yeah man I, i've been building you know i worked on everybody's bike in the neighborhood i actually lived maybe three or four blocks from one of the hottest shops in compton custom city as a kid, man, and I went in that shop every day almost, man, until the old man threw me out. It was time to close the shop. And, man, I got to play on the Bonanzas, the, man, 
It wasn't it great back then when they had the stores where you could literally go in there and they had like brand new bikes. Yeah, man. And all different colors and different three. Man, every model of every bike that you can imagine was was at Custom City. Sean, man. at Custom City. Now, when was that? Take us back there. Man, was that the 70s? The 70s, man. Okay. Late 70s. And, and who are who are you hanging with at the time? Like who are, who are who are the who are the guys that you were doing your mini bike time with man, down there? Just man, a bunch of my cousins, man. Like I said, I had six sisters, so I hung with my my, my cousins, man. Were you they know, into the mini bikes yeah, too? Every, everybody were in mini bikes and go karts and dirt bikes at that time, man. And, and we just rode our bikes all over Compton, man, from the east side to the west side. You know, that's all we did. You know. Yeah, that was just just to keep us out of trouble. You know. Well, they're still doing it. Yeah, and, and 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 we, you know, I didn't think you'd be able to roll all the way down there, uh, from AV. But I'm glad that we went out there. There's a little bit of a hike, but like anything else, just like when I asked those guys to come all the way up there to Locker Center to come to my event, right? Yeah. But getting out there, um, and the crowd was interesting too. Uh, it's it's a young crowd. Yeah. And now, you know, and when you think about it, they were out. No one was playing fucking Pokemon. Find Pokemon. <laughs> it was like people were talking, people were barbecuing. People were working on bikes. Uh, people were obviously racing. People were uh, having fun, giving each other shit. We got we got some firsthand views of that. We talked about it, but it was nice and laid back, and and there was no issues. There was yeah. no issues. It seemed as if uh, they had a, a nice thing going, and I I commend those guys for doing a pretty nice job. It was worth it was yeah, worth yeah, rolling they out did there. A nice job. They yeah. Off without the cops showing up. Yeah. yeah, it got you know towards the end. And sometimes, you know, you run that risk of uh, sounding like an old bastard, but I can qualify for that, too. Uh, and, Ed, thank you. I think you even mentioned something about it, too, online. And you know how it is, Sean. It's tough to tell. And I noticed, even on their uh, their flyer, it says helmets required. Yeah, helmets. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, we've got some. Safety and, first, man. you, you and, got to and, wear your personal protection. And there's a lot equipment. of guys that just weren't wearing helmets still. Yeah. And, and so I know that if you rolled up with a big block, you weren't going to go down that track. And that was a rule. And if the helmets were required and you rolled up without the helmet, that's the same thing. It's kind of a rule. Yeah. Plus, a lot of dudes are rolling up in, um, like, flip-flops and, sh- and socks. That shit don't cut All it either. All it takes is oh, one man. little bump right? to throw you Yeah, exactly, man. So they had loners, and I offered loners, and I'm far from uh, Robin Hood with this message about helmets. And honestly, I'm an idiot. A time or two, I've noticed that I've been on these mini bikes without a helmet. But I can tell you what, they can just like that. So here we go. Sorry, ass. You know, the three token white guys rolling down there, me, Ed, uh, all four. Yeah, we're walking down there, right? We're watching the first race, and we, we, you know, we had to find a spot, Sean, out of the, out of the heat. Yeah. Because it was, it, it, was, it was hot out there, right? Yeah. So we find a spot, and I wait down there. The first guy that takes off and launches almost lost his bike. So, you know, it could happen, and it does happen. So you reach a lot of these guys when they come in the shop looking for some help, and you can you kind of urge them about the helmets as, t- as well, you know what I mean? Well, most definitely, man. I mean, you, you have to protect yourself, man. Accidents do happen. And, man, safety is first. Man, life is the most important thing that we have, and we have to preserve it, man. So you got to wear your personal protection equipment. You well, it was to. also good uh, politics for them, too, because the time I think that they had had some issues was largely because the cops had come around a few times yeah. and they didn't have helmets on. Yeah. Majority of the time, if, if you have on a helmet and the crowd's not in, in, in the roadway blocking traffic and stuff like that, man, they really don't bother you. you so, know? you know, this was far from like a helmet show, but uh, when Emmanuel and I went out to uh, an event, it was an event in L.A., was it Experiment L.A.? 
Inspiration LA. When did they change the name of that event? So we went crazy. See the orange helmet? Oh. Bam. I saw this thing look like it's from the Jetsons. Yeah. This old helmet. Oh, it's the bubble face. Yeah. yeah, right? And I guess what I'm getting at is, and I've got half helmets and Honda of Glendale. Right there, Honda Glendale, where I ordered my new Grom. They, um, they gave us a bunch of helmets to give away. We must have given away eight, ten helmets last year. They, right. they, they feed me helmets. So maybe we'll do a competition for like a decent deal. Like I'll give away like a built Predator and we'll give away some pipes and I'll get a bunch of other shit from my sponsors and we'll have a helmet contest where they design and paint and customize a helmet. All right. That'd you know? Cool. Yeah, we'll do a little, we'll do a little uh, helmet awareness promo. And if we can pull it off this year, we'll do it. If not, but enough with helmets. Because if you're dumb enough to ride one w without one. I or just if you think that they don't, they're out there and they don't think it's going to happen to them. Well, we saw it happen the first race. Yeah. And then, it's what was it, an hour later, uh, another dude, probably my age, in shorts, had the Mr. T starter kit deal <laughs> on, right? The whole fucking barbed wire tattoo yep. at the goatee, and he's on brat, 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 brat. Launched that thing. It took off like it was a like it was a oh, hot tamale coming shirt. out of his ass, and and boom, everything that was pointy. He was he hopping around. He, he got up and it was like I don't, I hurt, but I don't he didn't know, know where. Yeah. I don't know where I hurt. You know, you try to reach the fucking back where you can't get to it, yeah. and I felt for him. But there's a part of me. It's like, look, if that happened, you can't do anything about it. it already happened. But I hope enough people saw it. Yeah. They, it, Man, that, that should encourage you to put on a helmet, man. And here's the last thing I'll say about it. And here's where really you close the circle on all this. I was out there like a P.T. Barnum and Bailey. You would have been proud of me, Sean. I was handing out my stickers. Hey, come to the event. Come to the event. And a lot of people had known about it. And a lot of people wanted one. So I gave them out. And I always go for the young kids because they're out there living it. You know, that, that's how we all got started, right? Young kids love stickers. Oh, man. they do too. Better than right? So I So you know it. So I'm giving them all stickers. And I met this one little kid. I gave him... A sticker and then like an hour later i'm giving out stickers and i already gave him one but you know he wanted another and he got he immediately put on his helmet and he's taking off on his mini bike going back and forth and as we were leaving you know i'm taking my time i'm going slow i got the directional on seat belts on we get ready to make a right hand turn to leave that place and here comes four of them the opposite direction and one of them was like coming right at our truck and it's this kid this great little kid i just gave the decal to it's like could you imagine because they were unorganized and there was no one watching those kids yeah and it, so it it's it's just it's it, just it needs to be a little bit more organized, man. I mean, safety first, you know. How it, true? It, it has to be a safe environment for all at all times, man. And if, if it can get a little bit more organized, and every single rider has a helmet, man, it'll be a beautiful situation. Well, yeah, and it's it's look, it's it's no different than the risk that you take uh, on anything that goes fast. So just be mindful of it. So Ed, you brought out. Thank you. Your, uh, your drag bike. And I know you had a chance to spend a little time with Sean. Uh, this is a Temecula frame, long Temecula frame, Bob. huh? Yeah. Temecula, Temecula Bob. Bob. Temecula Bob. And it's got the blue wazoo working. I know you're not done with it, but give us a little no, idea what, what's, what's going on there. Still setting it up. Uh, it's almost done set up. I got a polished rear wheel for it. Um got to put some braces in it here it uh, stopped really well i noticed when i got on it yeah i got a bonanza brake back there yeah that I thing like bonanzas so i got up every time i get a chance to use something bonanza uh-huh 
In fact, I got a metal Bonanza chain guard. I'm going to cut up and make a cover for it for the clutch. I have only had one Bonanza with that metal clutch cover. It's on that These blue one in there. These uh, yeah. uh, Dino made. I gave him uh, one to copy. Yeah. And he was reproducing them. So you got any more left? He's got some seconds. All right. So if you, anybody's looking. this guy and they spot welded him in the wrong spot. They put a little gap where the bell comes in. Right. And the, the flat part goes up. There's a little gap right there. I can work with that. on drugs or something. <laughs> I thought it was a prerequisite. So, yeah. So, um, so I adapt the Bonanza cover to it so I don't stick my pant leg into the clutch. Yeah. You need a little guard there. I see you've got the Kawasaki. Uh, yeah. Kawasaki 900 uh, steering damper seven or six position. That's almost mandatory on that bike with that motor, that long frame. Looks yeah. pretty badass, too, because it's that thin model. What year was that? This was off like a 70, 69, 70, 71. Yeah, it almost looks like it should be Kawasaki there, huh, Sean? Kawasaki 500. Yeah. yeah. Kawasaki 750. Oh, there you go. A couple little tacks. And uh, that tank looks like a familiar tank. Whose tank is that? That's a uh, B&M tank. Yeah. I had it's like a, a big suppository. I on there that I made the fiberglass <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> and it was sealed. But the first time I poured the M5 in there and ran it, the sealer started getting eaten up. Wow. Was shitty sealer? Or extra uh, powerful M5? What the hell you got in there? Powerful <laughs> M5, I think. <laughs> yeah, there. And, and it was running out of gas pretty fast with that tank. So I go, yeah, I got to get a bigger yeah. tank on there. So That looks right out there. The seat looks right. Yeah, I got this. You one. went OMB uh, on the pipe, made. huh? Would you go, you go, you went, uh, you went uh, budget mine on the pipe, but it looks nice up there. I made that pipe. Did you? Yeah. It looks like that. You know, they've got those starter pipes off OMB. I bought one for the Bonanza. No, that's a one you can buy for an animal, a cheapie, and then I modified it. Okay. Cut it and modified it to fit. So, Ed, we mentioned the Blue Wazoo, and some folks still uh, looking for a little clarity on that. In layman's terms, what is a Blue Wazoo? It's a, go it's a Blue Wazoo. It's okay. a go-kart motor that's for, like, racing. The guy builds them, but he puts he puts caps on the bolts, so you can't take them apart and do anything to them. It's class, ah. it's class race. So you know if those are tampered with. Yeah, yeah got it. Ah, I like it. Yeah. But it's supposed to put out 18 horsepower. Have you used those in any of your builds, or you fix any of those up in, during your day? Yeah, I've used a few, and like you said, if you cut the seal on them, you can't race in that class, you know. But see, I'm racing mini bikes, so I can yeah. cut the seal anytime yeah, exactly. I want. Sure, got it. But uh, I figured I'd try it. Got a good price on it. Um, Temecula Bob's bikes. Uh, I you got know, he's tacked from Isky. Yeah, what do you think you need to finish that up, Ed? And you know me. I Just a little bit, a little bit here and there. Yeah, good. Well. Well, you know, I'd never build stuff for myself I well the reason why time I, to get this i was hoping that you'd get it done before the the event well i'm hoping to get it done for the event well and that's why i was curious about what else you think you had to do if it's just wheels and well, tires and take it apart i have a back wheel already polished for the back yep you mentioned that the rest of the stuff's fairly new i think i'm going to take the frame take the bike apart and um we're going to patina the frame with uh, this metal etching stuff yeah who's talking about that yeah, they sell different colors. Now. Oh, Jake. Jake Moe was talking about yeah, that. Yeah, I think how, I'm going to patina the metal. So how does that process work? 
you scotch bright it, get it clean, wipe it clean with uh, like uh, first you clean it, wash it with soap and water, dry yeah. it off. So far, I've, I've done this with my Frioli. I did that. Okay, you wash yeah, it off, you scotch bright it, and then you uh, kind of scuff it with uh, scotch bright, try and get every the scratches all going the same way, and then you uh, use like I use like a pre-cleano for paint, clean it one more time and then you actually like spray this patina on with a spray bottle or pour it on with a rag and wipe it like on a stain? with a rag you let it sit for whatever it says on the instructions 5-10 minutes or whatever and you rinse it off and then you can either wax it clear it that's the finish though? yeah but it's they have it different colors now so before so if you want to go black. brown or gray or black, yeah, you could be black. That's amazing. I knew they were airbrushing. Like, uh, there's a group that we mentioned before, Street Machinery. Uh, they do all kinds of bubble top Impalas and, and C-Series pickup trucks. That's their big thing. They probably bought every one that's been available in the U.S. over the last five years. And everything is that pan, uh, patina look. Yeah, and, yeah, and they in now, man. and they can airbrush it, you know, yeah, Sean. Exactly. Like they can finish it up. So my friend, he's uh, been experimenting, and he's been mixing some stuff, and he's got uh, like a copper color now. Oh, that'd be nice. And he's got like a purple color, and so I yeah. think we're gonna do a patina. I but I'm gonna clear it. I'm not gonna keep waxing it. How pricey is this stuff, Ed? Like how much is a? What do you? You need like a? You need a a quart? Actually. You, it comes in these little bottles, these plastic bottles. Okay. I think I think they're like forty bucks a bottle. Get them online, or is, where, well, I get them at industrial metal. Yeah, well, have to, that could be something that you guys may be into because you know a lot of folks ask about it, and there's also some shit I was hearing about the folks who. It's like gun gluing, really. Yeah. 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 We, uh, pa uh, painting versus powder coating on mini bikes. You know, there's a group of guys grunting about powder coating bikes rather than painting them. And then now there's this group of growing, this growing segment of folks that it's not about the paint, particularly when it comes to the cars like we were talking about. You know, Sean? Yeah. Man, like like you said, man, the patina is in now. It shows the history of the car, where it's been, what it's been through. You know, especially if it's a survivor, it's drivable. You know, I, I don't really, like, I don't like powder coating and chrome on my mini bikes, man. I, I rattle can them. Yeah. You know, it just looks better to me. If you feel like you want to change the color or if you have to make an adjustment, it's easy to touch it up with, with paint. You know, powder coat, man, you got to sandblast it and, and redo it. And they don't it. make the powder coat like it used to be. Yeah, man, the, the old powder coat used to be hard as a bowling ball, man. The you bring it stuff, home now, you put it down on a yeah, carpet exactly. and it chips off. You cough on it, man, yeah. and it flakes off like fish food, yeah. you know. And yeah. they... They, they do let you down because I brought my first year doing the mini bike event I gave away two bikes All right. and I had one powder coated purple make like a Laker style bike and we had one red and powder coated them both and each of them a very simple you know placement nudged up against something came right off so yeah. although I can't bitch about it I got a really good deal on it but I guess you get what you pay for uh, hey Sean so this car collection that you recently posted, what what what's the deal behind that? Man, like I said, I'm a welder fabricator. Uh, periodically, I get calls from different car collectors who you know have a pretty big collection, and they 
get ready to restore them, you know. So I go in for a few days, man. I replace quarter panels. I replace the floors, uh, trunks, you know, whatever they need done, you know, get them ready for paint, get them ready for, you know, full restoration. You know, I've been doing this, man, since I was a kid, you know. But didn't you more recently have some of those available for sale? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, so they're, they're all for sale. They're all for sale. The guy sells them online. And like I said, I'm, I'm just a hot man. You know, I, I go in and cut them up and I stitch them up and push them back out the door, man. So what do those go for now? Like if somebody wanted to get into one of those? Uh, you can get a project car for around 3500 You know, that's kind of like a rolling chassis. No motor, no seats, no chrome. They all look like they were coupes. Yeah, yeah. yeah most of them are coupes or convertibles. Um, all the way up to maybe thirty grand is something that's fully restored. You know, d it depends on your your bracket, your your budget that you you know. If you want to do it yourself, or if you want us to do it, you know, it, it all depends on what you want to spend. Seems like all the guys that are up there in the AV that were uh, they're still a big part of the mini bike scene. You know, we talked about Jake earlier and Unparalleled Customs. It's it's all kind of spirited from like a car shop. You know, it's just yeah. like a, it seems like they go hand in hand there. Uh, so the you follow a pretty similar trait than like most of us. Most of us that are really the mini bike guys that you knew as a kid really were the guys that just grew up to be car guys. Yeah. As well, it's all kind of the same machine, yeah, isn't it? It's all the same, man. I mean, it's all motors and paint and seats and you know anything custom, man. I'm into it, man. Outside of the uh, the F and B pipes and some of the products that are offered through ISKI. What other parts and pieces do you use? Do you find yourself um, shopping with other vendors, like when you're looking for tires, for example, or what do you do with seats or some of the other bolt-on accessories? Where, where else seats, do you reach out? I, I have a little old lady that lives in my neighborhood <laughs> that, that sews my seats for me. I tell her what color I want. Man, she, she stitches them up for me and makes the best chocolate chip cookies in the world, bro. <laughs> Great. You know, man. She yeah. keeps me fat and happy with seats, man. The seats are such a focal point to giving the bike a feel. Uh, Ed and I experienced that a couple of times when we uh, helped out with some builds for some uh, companies. CRC, uh, Pioneer, uh, Fiberlock. And the seat was such a big visual part of the bike because the bike's so small yeah when you take some time and you build a really nice seat it really adds to the the feel and the theme of that bike you notice that, that that's the first thing that you kind of look at it is the seat then you kind of look at the color of the bike and then you go down and you kind of look at the motor and, and if it's got fuel line and if everything kind of flows you know it's, it's kind of like a a work of art like a picasso you know you, you can't have a well-built bike and then a piece of duct tape holding on a piece of foam or a, a pillow, you know, it, it just throws the whole floor of the bike off. So, man, nice seat is, is like, man. That's laughing because every one of his bikes got <laughs> No, I built a bike at Wimber a couple of years ago and um, it was a Bonanza and I built it right there in the in the area. On site build? It, no, it was inside. No, I mean on site. Yeah, on yeah. site. And um, I didn't have a seat for the parade. So I sat on a six inch mini bike tire. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. For the work. parade. I sat on that a mini bike tire. That and a bungee cord, man. Yeah, You're exactly. In. Bungee cord or duct tape. Yeah, there was, um, 
we have had some fun. I've got a guy, Derek, who works uh, for a company, uh, safety strap manufacturer, good friend of mine. He doesn't like anybody to tell anybody about him, but he built the seats. And he built something really cool for Pioneer where it was, it was kind of like a, like a toilet where there was like a, a space in there uh-huh. where you got to sit down and you can feel the base. Uh-huh. And it's all built in. The bike hopefully will be done. I talked to, uh, to Jake, who um, is finishing up Frankenstein, which is that bike that had, has had a few owners over the years, right, Ed? Yeah. Um, we finally got that bike going, and he's put some finishing touches on it. He put the Frankenstein head on the on the yeah, shifter. That looked pretty cool. And I, I finally got to take a look at it with the the pipe that uh, Frank made. Frank made a really nice custom pipe for the bike. And he's finishing up the Pioneer bike, too. Hopefully we'll see that this year. But uh, those seats, again, it's the little things. The, the other thing that we found out was you can dick around with the outside of the tires, with one of, the, one of the builds, and, and I, yeah, look, he's already grimacing. We, we used, uh, there's a company, Sean, that you may not be familiar with, or you may. It's called TireStickers.com. All right. I've, I've seen those uh, little decals they put on yes, the outside. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, every, every little thing that you can do to the bike, man, as far as detail makes the bike pop, you know, makes it just that more flashier. Or, or gives it another visual effect, you know? And I like to be different, man. I use stickers, I use colored fuel line, I use colored grips. Man, anything to separate my bikes from other people's bikes, man. You yeah. Know, I just like to stand out. Well, you, you know? do have a, a look. You use a lot of teals, a lot of greens, a lot of bright Orange, colors, yeah. I see, yeah. Man, a lot of pastel colors. So, you know, if, if, you're, if you're rattling them off and they're going out that door yeah. and they're digging that, then you just keep on doing it. Um, I think everybody's kind of got their own little style out there. Everybody's yeah. got their own little feel. There's folks that just love them, you know. Stock. Yeah. Some people like them stock. Man, I like to keep it hot. There you, you go. Know? The hot spot. So I had asked you about your customer earlier. Who is your typical guy? You know, what's, what's, what's his typical demographic? Like his age? Uh I'm assuming it's a young guy. Uh, Not more guys than gals. Twenty-five to thirty. I've I've built a few bikes for females. Yeah, man. but mostly like seven out of ten, mostly guys. Yeah, mostly guys. Okay, around twenty-five to thirty. And they walk in with just an idea, or they rolling in with like a, a frame off of Craigslist, so they looking for you to build a whole bike. Just build a whole bike, you know. Um, they they come in and give me an idea of what what they want, or the size motor that they want or the type of bike that they want whether it's a vintage bike or it's you know a full-out race bike and I kind of build off their personality maybe the way that they dress or the type of car that they pulled up in or even the way that they speak or even the type of music that they listen to you know whether it's rock and roll that their personality help you exactly 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 so that gives me a foundation to, to start and then I shoot a few ideas out and you know if they like them most of the time they just let me go ahead and do what I do man yeah you know and like a barber your example yeah exactly yeah. it's like you don't come in and say look on the back it's like you just shut up and sit yeah, in a chair exactly man just sit down and let me take this yeah, man. yeah you know so then how how does it then work do you because usually you know how everybody breaks your balls about it. Well, what's the, what's a bike cost? Because they want you to say it's a hundred dollars, and 
Well, you know, my, my, how do you handle that part of it? My stock bike starts at six hundred dollars, and then the next step is maybe eight fifty. What six hundred dollars get you? Uh, it's a stock GTS roller with a stock Predator, you know, and you can choose whatever color you want. And then the next step up, I'll add a F&B pipe, a 27 millimeter uh, carburetor, and what uh, carbs do you use? Uh, 28 millimeter uh, flat slides like the the Kosos or the um, the China version Makunis, yeah, like the clones. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Makuni clones. Or, or if they want to pay for Makuni, sure, I use Makuni. Yeah. you know it all depends on the customer. You know what they want. So your stage, you got a basic bike. You got a stage one bike. Gives them a little bit of uh, carb, a little bit of maybe intake yeah. pipe. Uh, uh, air cleaner, air air, air cleaner, yep. valve springs, you know, and then you would go up to around twelve hundred bucks where you can get like a cam and you know maybe a, a billet flywheel, billet connecting rod, and I do a little bit more as far as detail. Like I might paint the rims or paint the motor or you know just add a few more extras as far. Will as you like, do the work? Like you'll you'll take apart the stock. Predator and you install yeah, the cam, yeah. do all that. I, got I you. Do, so man, everything. So you're doing it all. Yeah, I, I, I have a little guy, my, my my nephew Arleo Davis. Man, he comes through and he helps me set the valves and great. And, you know, when it's time to tune the motor, you know, he comes through and he helps me. So who's he? Uh, my nephew Arleo Davis. Tell me a little bit about him. Uh, man, he, he's a pretty good guy. He lives up in Lancaster with me, and um, man, like I said, that's my right hand man. That's kind of like my protege. Everything that I know as far as welding and tuning and, and painting are kind of passing on to him like my kids don't really they're not really interested in the mini bikes man i mean they've been in the mini bike scene like all of their lives and i guess it kind of just burned out on them or something like that man so you know i have a few guys that stick close to me and like i said i teach them how to weld i teach them how to paint man i teach them how to build motors and very things cool like that you know, I got to give it to somebody, man. I can't die with all the knowledge. You know, I got to pass it on. Well, there's such great platforms to do that, aren't they? Because it's not as if you're um, you're getting them into something that's so overwhelming at the beginning. You know, you can start somebody off. Yeah, and start pretty them basic, off slow, right? Man, start them off slow. You know, the proper way to connect the throttle. You know, chain length. Um, man, just just different things. You know, tire pressure. You know, setting the valves, carburetors. You know how to take a carburetor apart and clean it and put it back together. You know, I I get busy sometimes, man, and I, I can't always fix a foot peg or fix a chain or, you know, when I'm in the middle of a big project or something like that. So, like I said, my nephew, he's pretty good at that, man. Well, that is part of it, too, is uh, bringing somebody through, isn't it? Yeah. You know, pulling yeah. them through. We have, uh, over the years with uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, had to focus on younger enthusiasts. It's called the Young Guns Program. All right. And it was um, just a natural addition to the, the, the awards program because many of these mini bikes have uh, united, uh, although it may not be, you know, you're in a little bit of a different world. I could see where your kids would be sick of mini bikes, but yeah, generally speaking, that doesn't happen as frequently. So that when a mini bike comes down the, the path, a uh, father and a son building those bikes, that, that's a really good time. That's a good way yeah. for those guys to, yeah. to do something together so we, we we've done that before we've actually had a build on site uh we have special awards for those young gun participants who enter a bike 
that they've had a part in building, yeah. and it's grown. Uh, one of the one of the and it seems like it's almost predictable. Jake Moson, right. you know, he's already into it, you know, like big time, and just from hanging around, right? Yeah. So I think there's a lot of guys, and we saw that yesterday, did we? Yeah, there's a lot of young guys out there. Yeah, there's a lot of youngsters out there. Yeah. You know, there's a lot I of. I think my daughter's more interested in riding mini bikes than my sons are, man. You know, she likes to ride and race. And, AV kind of, I think, doesn't Antelope Valley, don't you think it promotes a little bit, there's a little bit more of that? Like when you're out there, there seems that it, the, the group that lives out there is you're out there a little bit more in the dirt. You're out there on uh, recreational vehicles. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot more area to ride, man. Yeah. You, you don't have to worry about cars. I mean, you can ride in any direction for two hours and never see a car, a cop, or anything. A lot of times we camp out in the desert and we ride. We wake up two o'clock in the morning man and maybe ride to lake la or you know ride through the angeles forest or something you know well i'll tell you what i want to i want to stop there but i want to come back there because we have talked so much in fact d who's out there um david revis who's been on the show as well been talking about that that challenge right there is riding and riding with a group and where you can do it and uh, he's been targeting that av area Man. And um, we'll take a quick pause. We're here at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast number 10 with Papa Smurf, Sean Reed, and Evil Ed. Evil Ed's got the uh, Temecula Bob long frame out there, that drag bike with the blue wazoom. And uh, this is just a sneak peek, you know. You don't have a chance to see this shit unless you're watching the podcast. So, uh, Ed, thanks for rolling that out. Yeah, no problem. We'll catch up a little bit with you. And um, next week's guest on the – or next not, – not next week, but on the next – Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. We're slated to have uh, Kevin from Steady Garage. Kevin is the um, one of the top guys in that Grom scene. You know the Honda Groms, and now that new uh, Kawasaki, that Grom-like. I think it's a Pro X125. That bike's out there now, and also have all the Ruckus fans out there. That's their world. Steady Garage. They sponsor the Dino at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Kevin's going to come out. I think he's on his way to Japan for some big monster. Grom event. So we're either going to catch him on his way out or on his way back. I think he's on his way out. He's, on a, he's not going to be able to come to the show, but he's still supporting the show. And I want to get him on there because we've talked a lot about rigid frame bikes over the podcast. I just want to kind of check in with our guys who are working on some of the modern style mini bikes out there. Um, I talked about the folks over at um, Honda of Glendale. Uh, I bought my Grom from uh, Darlene there and Brian and uh, Kathleen, thank you so much for the great work that you do as a sponsor. Like I said, they give away tons of helmets every year. They've been with my event for five years. So uh, we'll check out what's happening with that current scene. And if you are looking to buy a Grom, um, get down to a Honda of Glendale and ask Darlene for a smoking deal. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be back in uh, just a few. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Joe's Mini Bike Show. Hey everybody, welcome back to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's podcast number 10. I'm your host, Joe Dodato. Well, not really, Joe Sebergandio. Speaking of, hello, Joe Dodato from Michigan. 
I'll be seeing you along with Myron Bailey and whoever other victims that are out there in mini bike world in the Motor City tomorrow. I won't be actually out tomorrow. I'll be arriving tomorrow, but hopefully I'll see you Friday. We're going to be on the Woodward Dream Cruise uh, for Roadkill Magazine. Sean, you had a chance to check out Roadkill. That's you, baby. Man, it's pretty sick mag. Man. You know? They're taking all those... Uh, those rusty, rusty looking crusty, le left out in the middle of nowhere cars and, and they're and fucking running them in the fives man. <laughs> so that's great we got a little mini bike love in that summer issue in fact we're in there a couple times if you haven't had a chance to pick up a copy of roadkill magazine the summer issue is still out every one of them are collectibles you know these sean like a typical magazine sells for like three four bucks all right how much do you think that magazine sells for it's man. ten dollars Ten bucks, and you can't find them. They sell like, like they're giving away tickets to heaven. So it's roadkill, and uh, congratulations to uh, Mike Finnegan and David um, Freiberger for all the great work that they're doing with roadkill. Can't wait to get out there, drag racing in the streets. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yes. Okay, we don't you don't do that shit, but we are. Uh, we also have our friends, and I want to thank them because this begins the first episode, Ed of us being supported financially from CRC? a sponsor. Excuse me. That was a bad way to start off. Must be all that tequila coming <laughs> out of me. Yeah, um, very, very proud to have uh, Break Clean support. You know, they litter our event with product. They're big sponsors of Roadkill as well. They're the official brake parts cleaner. And Good they're... They, yeah, it's great stuff too. You know, I... Um, Man, I, I use it to clean the blocks and the frames before I get ready to paint them. You know, knocks all the grease and dust and sand and grime off of them, man. You know, like when, uh, unfortunately, folks at some point got to get under the knife and they yeah. tape you off before they operate on you. They yeah. put all that plastic shit on you and yeah, they cut exactly. you up. It's like, that's what brake clean is for cars. Parts, you know, it's like you get this. And we just took on uh, one of their um, their dirty part and uh, plastic cleaners uh, that the Roadkill guys are going to be uh, using. And I'm going to see them out there because CRC is sponsoring the dyno. So the guys that come out to that roadkill event have a chance to put their vehicle on a dyno. It's like everybody's doing the dyno. So thank you, CRC, for the love, as well as all our other sponsors that we have, Green Filters and F&B Racing. We talked about those guys are going to be giving out a ton of pipes, uh, a nice roller at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion on October the 1st. And, Sean, we'll see you there. Most definitely. While we had a chance to take a little bit of a break, you know, I'd like to go back in and check some of the notes and some of the emails. And um, we got a lot of replies. It must have been a couple hundred responses. Now, 300 of the 200 were from your daughters. <laughs> so if you do the reverse math on that, we actually, it turned out that we called people. But, no, thank you, because uh, that just tells me that you got some good love over there, huh? Yeah, man. My, my daughter follows me, man, everywhere, man. She was actually born on Father's Day. So, man, I have a pretty tight bond with her. Good. And she loves to ride mini bikes, man. And Will you bring her to the event? Mess up Most your Father's me. Day. And no, man. <laughs> it was the greatest Father's Day gift that I could have, man. No, that's like coming said, from you know. Three sons, one daughter, man. I mean, you know, hey. All could, the attention who, who, goes to her on Father's Day. Hey, well, he man. was the he was the guy with all the gals, so he knows both ends, right? Yeah. He was he was definitely. getting he was getting the mini bikes. Yeah. You know, she's getting she's getting the mini bikes too, right? Yeah. So uh, well, that, that's just nice. Uh, I want to mention um, uh, one of the re replies I got was from uh, someone looking for the uh, podcast, and it's Sonny Yorkman. Sonny's a good friend of ours from uh, SEMA. He's also um, he's an enthusiast, but he's into the modern-day bikes, you All know, right. the ruckuses and the groms. And 
he had a dyno installed in the back of a truck, I believe, and I asked him about it. it. turns out that it's his, and I'm working with him to have that in addition to our dyno that we've had and now going on two years. We'll have, like, not a backup, but we'll have a second dyno because things happen, right? Yeah. yeah. And I thought because he was really into those late model current-day bikes that he would facilitate maybe the Groms and the Ruckuses and the CT70s, and then maybe my trailer guy, Louie, Mini bike. See the mini bikes, right? Louis don't care. He's in there fucking smoking matter. cigarettes and he's got he drinks oh, right up oil. My alley. Yeah, that's what I mean. Him. He's he's in and and, oh. and and Sonny's uh, listening, and it's a small world. Sonny got his doodle bug from you. All right. So now when I say that, it's not like you're only building like two or three bikes. When you're building hundreds of bikes, it's tough to keep tracks of the Joes and the Eds and the and the Sonnies, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of hard, man. But I I, I try to name. The special bikes, I, I try to take as many pictures as I can to, you know, kind of keep track of them on. You should have your wall of fame. Yeah, I, I, I should start a wall of fame. You know, like, yeah. and, and that's the deal. They all get a nice picture, and they make the wall. Yeah. Right? Um, You, you can check me out on uh, Instagram, hashtag hotspot. Usually the, the hot bikes make it on uh, Instagram or, or my Facebook page. You seem to give out a lot of love, and I mean that in a good way. And what, I guess what I'm saying is that... Not every bike that you post is a bike that is a million-dollar bike. I mean, they're all, uh, when you think about it, they run a gamut. And I love that. It's like it's a good representation of, of, of the mini bike enthusiast market. Yeah, I mean. Mile you, to wild is from what I can see. Man, you, you start out low and you, you gradually build up. I mean, you, you start out with a basic bike and you add this and you add that. And before you know it, you got a full-out race bike. I mean, you know, we all have to start from somewhere. Let me play a little devil's advocate with you. GTS frame, yeah, they're there. Those of us on the West Coast, we're aware of them. All you know, right. we know about those guys. To some of the core mini bike guys, they're uh, they go from a more of a of a uh, a traditional thread. Sean, they're gonna want to start with the name of a, a a trail horse or a taco or a bonanza. You know, they want those those name brands rather than go for Let's, let's call it an off-brand just for the sake. You know the word generic? Like when you buy vitamins, the same damn thing, but one's generic, right? Yeah. Um, a clone is another description. Clone bikes. Have you, have you had, has that ever entered your mind? Uh, do you find customers that would rather you build them a Bonanza or a, a Taco? And then what do you do in those cases? Or are your builds just all those, customs? Those are usually vintage restorations, man. Like when I restore a taco or a cat or even a bonanza man those bikes call for the high dollars you know you you find yourself searching the internet or or hitting up these different swap meets looking for parts man i mean the rims and the fenders and the handlebars and, and things for those vintage bikes. Chain guards like we talked yeah, about. exactly. The, the sissy bar guard. for those. The sissy bar. Imagine trying to find it. Man, I, I think the chain guard for a cat is like calling 350 now. It's, you know, it's kind of crazy, fin- isn't it? Fenders are like 200 bucks. You know, so those are kind of the the older guys, the guys that had them back in the 60s and the 70s. You know, that want those bikes that they wanted as a kid and really couldn't afford it. So. How much of that is your business, uh, bringing back some of those vintage bikes? Is that a small portion of what you do? Maybe 75%. Wow, so it's yeah. not it's a big portion. Yeah, then. it's a big portion. What big were portion. some of the last uh, uh, of those traditional uh, vintage projects that you worked on? Do you remember any of them offhand? Uh, I just did a, 
a Taco 22 uh, that I fully restored, kind of custom and modified a few things on it. And I actually shipped it out to a guy, uh, Gary, out in uh, Wisconsin. Oh, nice. Yeah, I shipped it out to Wisconsin. Funny how um, their appreciation and interest level and need to have is so expanded and exaggerated out there in those places because they're more likely to find four brand new Arctic cats in a barn. Yeah. Those remember those? Yep. Rather than find a four fucking tacos. Like the yeah. chance of them finding a taco in Wisconsin yeah, is like finding a really good taco to yeah, eat in Wisconsin. Exactly, it's unlikely, right? Exactly, man. Taco is a California bike and to find a taco in Detroit or Wisconsin or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's like searching for a needle in a haystack. Let's talk about Detroit because I'm going back there. I got to be careful of that because I, I can't talk too much shit. They may, they may kick my ass when I go over there. But I was thoroughly impressed with the video that Myron sent. I don't know if you had a chance, either one of you, to see it. Myron Bailey's a cool Detroit mini biker that's a friend of a lot of the guys that are all your friends as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Myron at all? Yeah, I've, I've spoken to him a few Good. times on Yeah, Facebook. I bet you have. Yeah, so yeah. I'm his friend on Facebook, and I've only been a friend with him for a little while, but he's a crazy guy. And he had a video of his guys rolling out in Detroit. And they were in, like, a tunnel. All right. And they started off, wow, 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 and it didn't fucking stop. They were, wow, wow, 10 after 10 after, must have been hundreds of bikes just on, on the street, they're all helmeted up like they're they were they were they wore their gloves. They had the face protectors on. They're not helmeted. They're, there's no horns. There's no directionals, but they allow them to go in a pack, a swarm. I guess an army. When it's over a hundred bikes, it's a fucking army. Yeah. Ain't no, right? Ain't a couple of dudes, and they were on the streets. They're doing mini bikes like we're talking about over here. We got we got to fight for a back. You know, storage road yep. on yeah. a Sunday. These guys, this is like Saturday night. Yeah, These Saturday guys are riding evening, a bike. Man, Could you imagine if they still did that shit out here? So you do a little bit of that because you can get away with it. And that's where we left at the break. Yeah, we, we ride like at that. At AV. In, in Lancaster, like I said, you can ride in any direction for about two hours, man, and not even see a cop car or a car, man. You know, just open road. And most of the roads are freshly paved. Yeah. So a lot of times we camp out in the desert and... And, man, we ride out in a pack of maybe 20 or 30. Do you have a chase we, truck? Uh, yeah, we, we have a truck Great. that follows. Nice. Case, you know, so that's how, because we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. We, so the, for those of you who, unfortunately, may not live in California that are listening to us, and those of you who may live in California but haven't been out to the AV, um, first of all, um, it's open. And it's 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 dirty in terms of the, it's not blacktop, it's, 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 it's gravel. It's 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 dirt. It's sand. You're I in the like desert. My house. Yeah, like well, it's house. Like, I don't live in. Well, some, the some, inside of your house. Some <laughs> roads are paved, and, and some roads are are gravel and dirt. But you're you in know. the foothills of of the of the mountains, right? When you, uh, when you, can, you can start to get that way from where you yeah, are. Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah. You can eventually. So, but you're in a dusty. We're we're like in the we're, we're two gunslingers walking down the road, right? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of that dusty the wild, the cactus. All right, so so D who is an L.A. guy, and, you know, he's, he's in the heart of L.A., he, and, and we all talk about riding and realize that we're not doing it here. It's just not going to happen, Sean. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Maybe a couple of us, like, right now can fire that bike up, and we got, like, five minutes in us. Yeah. And then the guy's going to yeah. come over. We're going to try to take it, or he's going to – hopefully he's going to be as old as us, and he's going to like it and just tell us to put it away, but you're going to get caught in a minute. Yeah. You can ride at a place where you can ride – 
You can until you run out of gas. Man, and no one bothers me. And not just you, but you can ride with you and five other guys without. Man, 10, 15. What if it went to 50 or 100? Hey, man, let's ride. All right, so so that's what D's trying to do. D's been scouting out joints. I don't know necessarily where he's talking, but he's it's in that. Let's just say it's in the same neighborhood. And you and I still get Lancaster and fucking Palmdale confused, and it's Lancaster. But that whole area, it seems to be our only outlet to go. And it's, and and if and if you were to do it, would you just organize it and wing it, or would you? Do you feel that the environment there and the climate is 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 right now open enough that if you, if we we put on our Saturday worst, and brushed our teeth, and well we don't have to comb our hair anymore. Bring a helmet. But we went to the police and said, look, we're going to take a little ride. Would you give them a heads up and let them know that you wanted to do this? It's actually is an it, is unincorporated it? area in between L.A. County and Kern County where they don't care what you do because no one patrols that area. And that's actually off of Challenger Way and, say, maybe Avenue E. And like I said, you can ride in any direction for about two hours and not even see a car at all. Okay, so if we were to get a group of guys, what they would want to do is not only have the, the ability to ride open, they're not just necessarily drag racing, but you're going to have a, a, a huge contingent, 40 50% that want to drag race. And then you're going to have another, the remaining 50% are at least going to want to ride a little bit. Man. Either where as far as they want or just putt around. So everybody's going to want to be in an active in-motion mode. Um, now, what about setting up a little area with a little, not a quarter of a mile like we watched some shit? Those those quarter-mile drag races that were going on for a long time. Yeah, I like eighth mile myself. So when we set up they, an eighth? They have three or four-mile stretches that are freshly paved, man, with no car activity all right, at all. So, that's so if a, you want to come out and drag race, we're gonna do that you there. can come out and drag race. So, so we're going to get a big oval. In the middle of this unincorporated area between L.A. and Kern County. Oh, look at it. It's all set up for us. This is going to be our world, our 100-bike world. Over here, that's our stage. That's also our barbecue. That's also where we, we welcome them. Tents. This is called this, this is called like the, the entertainment hub, information hub. Over here is our little drag racing area. Okay, over here, this is going to be open riding. Over here is the pits. In the middle is a fucking fire, a bonfire. And there's going to be a little bit of music, and it's going to be a... There better be a lot of music. It's a two-night <laughs> deal. You're going to get there Friday after work, and we're going to have a nice little deal. We're going to have a bonfire. We're going to have a little intro at the stage. You ain't riding shit. I don't even want to hear that bike. We don't want to hear nothing that first night. Saturday morning, you go through tech for everything. You don't go nowhere. You ain't riding... You ain't putting around. You're not on the, the. You're not drag racing, unless you go through tech. Tech's gonna be simple. You better be able to have brakes. Yeah, you know, know, check out a couple things. Make sure you know we're, we're gonna give you tech like you're our brother. We want you to be safe out there. Oh, by the way, next to the drag racing area, I got with a couple friends. One of them sent us some tools. The other one gave us a couple compressors. The other guy can build a bike with his eyes closed. I got a little mini bike repair tent for you, so that if your cable breaks or you need a, you know, something, we got you. And that's sponsored by the good friends over at. So we do it right. Can right. we do this? Man, we could do it. All right. Pull it off, no problem. So we pull that off. Now, now you're the guy who owns the bike. You're not me and you, because we're the promoters now. Now we got to pay for all this shit. 
You ready to put your money where your mouth is? Man, I'll put up. Okay, so Dave's ready to put his money where his mouth was. Now you're Emmanuel. Emmanuel's just building a bike. Emmanuel's an enthusiast. He's like, you don't know what he's going to buy. He's going to buy. See, he's got the fever. Look at him. He's shaking already. <laughs> he's probably looking at that little <laughs> character of the bike he's building now, right? <laughs> probably looking at it now. He's our guy that we gotta we got to attract now. I don't know if we really want all those guys who were down there Sunday. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they want to spend a night. I don't know if they have the financial means. I don't know if they have the. All they the, can do is put it out there and see who. So it's, it's so it's a, it, it's the first one hundred to do a do a kind of like a a deal where one you, through a hundred and you have to pre-register. What's it worth to somebody to go now? I'm gonna feed you. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna make sure the porta potties are there. We're gonna pay for the electricity. You know, you're going to have uh, access to a little place to use the restroom. The other, I got to get insurance. I got to get some security. Got to have yeah, a little chain link fence. Hey, you know, there's going to be a little need for an electrician when the sound don't work. You know, we, we got some expenses here. Oh, by the way, there's water. You know, we brought all that shit in. Oh, there's a barbecue. Somebody had to pay for the hot dog buns. You're going to be there for two nights with us. You're going to have all this fun. Oh, you're going to have a chance to win a pipe and a bike. And when you come... Joe's going to give you all kinds of shit. CRC. 50 bucks? 75 bucks? Yeah, 50 bucks, 100 man. bucks? I don't know. <clears throat> so a lot of guys don't want to pay a lot of money. For, that's what know? I'm trying to get to. But I think, you know, 50 bucks, that'd be cool. All right, Two so nights. 50 bucks, right? So 50 bucks times 100, you got $5,000, right? You know, if there's no hard, hard, hard expenses, you're at least going to wash it. You know, and this is not about making money, right? This is about us just trying to get something fun, together, yeah. right? When, yeah, when we exactly. ask the guy I mean, to... You still got to pay for We don't food. need a you band. We just hope it. that one of these hundred guys know how to play a guitar. Yeah, exactly. Right? We don't need a, a chef. We, one of us is going to just burn a hot dog. Yeah. Just tell so, one of them, bring a guitar or something. And here's the other thing, too. I think we have to sign a release. <laughs> and, and, and truly, with, and even when you sign these... Like, you signed a release. Where is it? This thing? Like, it's just you and it's just me. But if it's like something happens now and somebody gets hurt on a mini bike and you know a finger's off, it's like these things don't mean shit. Yeah. But but there's there's we have to have that spirit where, and and that's what ultimately keeps me up at night is is inheriting that liability, Sean, because you got all those beautiful kids, especially that daughter that you love, yeah, man. and you don't need them knocking at your door. Shout Look, out to Shawnee. Yeah. You, well, you don't want trying to take Shawnee's mini bike because <laughs> we're trying to have a good time and we're the promoters. Yeah, you know, cause exactly. Somebody, so, so keep all that in mind, and you're out there locally, and and I told Dee that we would we would not only be uh, uh, still curious about how he was progressing, and he had gone out there and did some site reviews. That's what he had mentioned yeah. uh, when I talked to him yesterday, and I told him that you would be on, and I never really thought we'd be talking as much about that, but I do think that that's our area. Yeah, most definitely. And I do think that if you know you're like a local conduit, we can almost plug in a little bit through you. Maybe D needs to hook up with Sean, yeah, and I'm you guys need to maybe compare show, notes. Show him all the areas. Yeah, and that, that'll work. And this is really D's deal. I, I, at, at some point, I wanted to hop off the Joe show, and jump on the Sean show, or jump on the D show, right. and just bring a little something to it. Man. So, so I'm I'm down for that, and I'd be open to put uh, my efforts and my, I don't know, my marketing and Ed's wallet. Man, maybe, maybe we can race for a hot spot mini bike. You know, hey. You well, know. there's all that, and I think that's where the beauty of it is: is Man. that we 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 get a chance to promote our brands. Man, most whether definitely. you know you're selling bikes and Ed's doing custom work, and you know we all have a little bit of that. Um, out of state customers. You know, we're spoiled out here. Yeah. 
and we get to it's like I want a bonanza. Oh, here, watch, Ed. Yeah, guy wants a bonanza. No Which problem. one do you want? Which one? Uh, hey, we need a taco. Oh, we need a taco. <clears throat> hey, you know, hey Mac. Yeah, dude, you got 22. It's like he's <clears throat> got six of them. We'll call you on. So we get to do that. Other guys, man, once you go past, what's that? Arizona, man. Yeah, right. It, it gets dry. Yeah. And I notice Arizona and Vegas. You don't see as many bikes in the mini bike. Craigslist postings, but California, they're still there. Those poor bastards back there, how, how are they finding you? So they're finding you social media? Man, social media, hot yeah. spot is, man, you, you can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and those are my two main outlets. You know, I, I sell everything on hot spot. I mean, um, Instagram and and Facebook. When, they, um, when they're shopping... You talk to these guys, obviously, because it's not like they're just buying a part off the shelf. No. So when you're talking to them, you have to get a sense of, like, where they're riding their bikes, right? Yeah. So are these guys riding their bikes, like, out there? Like, I'm envisioning some grassy field in Kentucky, or are they riding them? Are they racing them? What are they doing with these guys that are buying the hot spot bikes? Man, most of them are racing on the back old country roads, yeah. you know, French Road in Detroit, and... Like I said, I just sold a bike to Kenny Simon up in uh, Long Island, New York. He he's riding his man pro stock mini bike on on an old country road, you know. And man, I I guess if there's an open stretch of highway, you know it, that that's where they're riding them. Yeah, that's the advantage, Ed. The the advantage that they have. It's it's funny how nature balances shit off. Yeah. The guys that have access to all the bikes on the West Coast, what's our challenge? Man. Find a place to ride. Man, the guys exactly. who got all the place in the world to ride, what's their challenge? They need a mini Man, bike. they need a mini bike. Fuck. Supply and demand. You know, it's funny how that shit works. Yeah. So there you go. Man, exactly. Huh? So there you go with the hotspot. Man, exactly. So I've captured a few uh, old vintage Clinton, four horse. Got the original tank under there, Sean, the matching red tank. All right. Got a couple other little... Engines just popping around. There'd be a time where I automatically take one out, replace it, and then sell that one, or you know, give it away to someone who I think may need it just to get it out of here, so I can have room for another mini bike. Now it's like you have to hoard them up. Yeah, you got to keep them. You, man, that stuff is disappearing fast, man. So are you constantly on the prowl? Are you looking for these? Man, I'm constantly on Craigslist. I'm constantly on eBay. Man, it's I'm hard to do all that. Man. Being on Instagram and Craigslist and doing work and yeah. trying to get something done and trying to be with family. Man, it's, it's, it's I like probably there's get not about enough. two hours of sleep a night, man. Yeah. You know, I'm it's, on the internet all night long. And you ever notice, though, even when, like, uh, you know, Aunt Sandy's not going to make it. Just got the phone call. It's like, oh, shit, man. But before you even go give it Sandy a couple of prayers, like you're on fucking Craigslist, man. Yeah. Detroit Craigslist, uh, mini bikes uh, by owner. You know, even in the worst of times in your regular life, isn't it funny how you still find time man. to go in there and search for mini bikes on fucking Pomona, Craigslist? Stadium, See, now that's man. when my, my daughter brought this up. She had been going to the Rose Bowl, yeah, uh, which is Rose Bowl is like for collectibles. You know, our Rose Bowl is Pomona. Antiques. Yeah, Antiques. yeah, for more of that stuff. Uh, I hadn't been in a while. I went to Long Beach. In fact, Long Beach wasn't too far from where we were on Sunday. Yeah, right. uh, and, and I liked the time or two I went down there. They seemed to be mini bike friendly, and they also had all the old school Schwinn Stingray bikes. Yeah. Uh, I liked that, but the prices were high. 
Yeah. They they were like Detroit high. You ever you ever try to buy like a shitty bonanza <laughs> off of Craigslist in Detroit? They try to sell for like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Or they're, they're into those Rutmans too. Yeah. Where they yeah. sell those ugly ass Rutmans. They're trying to sell them for fourteen hundred bucks with yeah. a little three well, Maybe they could sell it to someone in Detroit for that much, but they can't sell yeah. it to us because we know. Well, we no one from California looking to buy a Detroit bike. Yeah, yeah right. Um, but they want the California bikes though. But they want to pay for them. Yeah. You know, and I think that's just an economic thing. I think Plus we, shipping and handling. Well, that's shipping the other thing I was going to ask you about. I'm glad <laughs> you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. And in fact, thank you. Um, so these out-of-state guys who don't have the bikes, just got the place to ride them, they call you up, they find you, uh, Kenny Simon, our guy on the East Coast, or whoever it is, you know, whoever else it may be out there. Uh, Kenny, here's the deal. You know, we go mild to wild over here. You want to lay down 800 bucks, I send you something in a box. You want to give me a couple, you want to multiply that by two or three. Yeah. I'm going to let you go run as fast as your motorcycle buddies. It's it's 2,500 bucks. We'll meet you somewhere in the middle. Great. Okay, check this out. I also got to build this fucking box that's like bigger than I had to put my hand yeah. in. It's like, you know, and I got to ship it. So you got like another, what, three, 400? Man, I, I think it costs around... 540 bucks. Bam! How do you handle that shit? Right out of the beginning? Man. What do you hit him in the face with that? Man, like... <laughs> <laughs> Very <laughs> carefully. Yeah. <laughs> you sneak yeah. up on it. No, it's... Yeah, I mean... Because the, the, then you... Don't you get the, this? The cost, of, <laughs> the, the cost of the bike, man, I, I had to sneak it in like a quick little rabbit punch. And then, man, I mean... But the, some dude's been working his body. That rabbit punch ain't going to do shit. Man, man, exactly, Because you're going to get this from that guy. That and then the shipping and handling was a straight blow to the hey, chin, Hey, here's... Because Emmanuel, like, he's more of our customer, right? Emmanuel's going to call you. He's going to hook you up. And here's what he's going to get. All right, 2500 Okay, he's gonna drop one of these in on you. Uh, that includes shipping, right? No. Yeah, there you go. See, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he's hoping, but you now, well, and they still buy them, right? They still buy them. Who man. do you uh, who do you use to ship them? Because I love UPS. Man, I hate UPS. <laughs> so let's go to that break. Hey, thanks for watching the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast Number Ten. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not a UPS fan? Did something happen? Man, I, I used <laughs> some of the best laid fucking plans. I'll tell you, UPS to ship a bike, man. It's like, man, they they kicked the damn thing from California all to Wisconsin, man. But FedEx, man, FedEx was 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 great, man. They were on time, fast. The price was great, like, man, no no worries, man. So I had uh, I went to a party on Friday. No, was it Friday night? Friday or Saturday night, Mikey's party. And I, I saw a good friend of his who is uh, in the TV world. He's an actor. And he's more on fighting for the actor's rights and the, you know, the, the their hiring policies and all that stuff, the behind-the-scenes stuff. And he had some special packaging that was going back and forth with some items in there that were stolen. And the FedEx driver they got him all on fucking camera and he's like mocking the signature like literally stealing products and, and, and it was it was bizarre to hear that anybody from FedEx or UPS would would wow. falsify like the signature and keep the shit so there's I'm sure there's some strange shit that goes on with all of them traditionally though we've been very lucky and very we've shipped a lot of shit yeah. all these bikes that we've been lucky enough to build for these companies we sent them uh, I've used um Independent company, you ship, you ship it. You, ship. you know, um, maybe that's an option for you. Man. You know, maybe you ship it because they're really they're independent guys, Man. and it's all based on social media likes, 
you know, uh, like here's the deal: you can get pissed off at UPS, and they're gonna be quadzillionaires still. Yeah. Somewhere down the line, we're just another guy shipping a box. But when it's a mini bike, yeah, when it's a mini bike, you know, where it's not just like um, a box, you know, maybe that you ship it could be an option for you, Sean, and uh, maybe able to keep you a little bit happier and keep some of your customers saving some money. Man, I'll, I'll yeah, check, check those guys out. Uh, so yeah, what did you think about if you're shipping a frame and some wheels or something, but sure. we're shipping a restore a restored bike. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you got to pack that thing up. Good. I don't know if you yeah. saw you, you may have seen the uh, the fiber lock bike, right? When we yeah. were finally bolting it down. Bolting I mean, we were down, like, we're yeah. putting the eye bolts in there and we're strapping it in. Right. And then you're still saying like a prayer. Yeah, Because exactly. you know the deal. It's an independent guy. Yeah, once exactly, it leaves your man. hands. Oh, he's got exactly. other stuff on there, too. Yeah, I mean, I took to pictures say. of the yeah. thing, what it looked like, but that's not how it got there. Yeah. You know. So, um, thank you for uh, rolling out tonight. Man, Finally, the air conditioner is starting to kick in. It's only three hours later, but yeah. it's dark out now. We started this uh, little little deal off. It was light out. I appreciate you rolling over. Man, I appreciate you guys having me. Man. Yeah, continued success with the hot spot. Man, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Because you're, uh, keeping, you're keeping the mini bike scene alive out in the AV, and you're, you're, you've paid your dues. You, you've got the experience. You know, you've yeah. been out there enough where you know the deal, and... You're in a position to guide people, give them a break, help them out. So you're um, you're more than just a guy building mini bikes out there. You kind of like you're influencing uh, folks out there, and that's a that's a good thing that you're doing out there. Uh, yeah. Keep that up, Sean. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope you had a good time. What'd man, you think of the podcast? You all right? Man, loved it. Man, loved it. Look so, any final uh, shout outs to any of your key customers or? Uh, let your family know that you're going to be... How long does it take you to get home? About an hour, man. You're going to drive around that fire? You're going to be all right? Yeah, I'll be all right. I'll be all right, man. Well, uh, tell them that you love them and you'll see them soon. Man, shout out to the Reed family. Man, Kenny Simon out in uh, Long Island, New York. Man, appreciate you, brother. Hey, Kenny, you better get your order in early for next year from the sounds <laughs> of it, right? Ed, uh, thanks for bringing the bike in. Yeah, no I problem. think between the three of us, we can lift that damn thing up. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with Temecula Bob, those Every time you see one of his frames, and like I love the short ones, uh, he he, it's, you talk about getting a hold, of, having a tough time getting a hold of somebody or yeah. buying some. So these are very tough to get. Congratulations on you getting yours. Yeah, Temecula Bob's working Fred pretty hard over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's that that's um, Poor Fred, he's living man. he's living subconsciously through that that I'm trying I'm starting to ask that that doll to build a bike for me. But that's all good, and who knows? Maybe even uh, have a chance to see Temecula Bob roll out uh, to Joe's Mini Bike uh, reunion on October the first. Hey, I've got a car picking me up at four o'clock in the morning, which is like four or five hours from now. Thanks for those of you who are watching it on Facebook Live. E, thanks for uh, all your efforts over there. Congratulations on the promotion there. Uh, we talked a little bit about our friends from Happier Camper. Uh, I actually had a chance while I was out there with my camper at um, Malibu this past week. I saw a lady who rented a happier camper who was with her daughter. And it was so easy that even that lady and her daughter were able to tow that thing around. They did a deal where they bought five days and they got, um, excuse me, uh, the sixth one for free. And it was 100 bucks a night. So she spent 500 bucks for a week going up and down PCH, Ocean View every night. Her and her daughter, probably unbelievable time. She said it was effortless. She had a great time. It's happiercamper.com. And, uh, again, I want to thank all my sponsors for being a part of uh, not only the podcast, but also the upcoming Joe's Mini Bike Reunion on October the 1st, held in beautiful La Crescenta. Register online, joesminibikereunion.com. Check out more information and bullshit on our Facebook page. Thanks for watching. We got through episode number 10. 
We'll see you next time with Kevin from Steady Garage talking about the Honda Grom scene and some. This is Joe from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Thanks for watching.